Hello, my name is Meha. I'm Golnaz. I'm Ria. Nice to meet you. And we'd just like to thank you for letting us interview you today. It's no problem. It's no problem. Three. Hello, my name is Meha. I'm Golnaz. I'm Ria. Nice to meet you. And we'd just like to thank you for letting us interview you today. It's really no problem. So we know that you have ADD and um, as part of the condition, what are some of the symptoms that you have? So for me, at least, um, I know that like one of the main well-known symptoms of ADD is like the inattentiveness. Um, and I think that's, I think the biggest problem for me, but I also have like parts where I can also have that. Um, so I have, phases where I can actually hyper-focus on subjects I care about, but also my, I have trouble focusing on subjects that I don't really care about as much. And that really causes problems for things like grades or listening to lessons and reading and stuff like that. Is it more visible in class? Do you have more, um, I guess, outbursts during class or do you find that it impacts more things that you can't really see like your I mean you can see your grades but they're more outside of class when you check them outside of class for me I know that um my ADD shows more as like a less visible uh symptom as like thing but I know for some people like my brother um my brother does have like outbursts and like where he can't really settle down during class or for different classes so it really depends on the person what do you think the most common difference is with ADD and ADHD um I think for ADD and ADHD people with ADD tend to um be considered like better kids because they don't really show um their inattentiveness as much until they get into the graves where kids with ADHD tend to be more um, outwardly fidgety and uh, more outwardly, more active pretty much. And that really just gets them labeled as bad kids when it's really, it's the same thing. That's another thing we wanted to touch upon. A common misconception that we've heard is that most kids with ADD or ADHD are labeled as quote unquote bad kids um, because of their bad behavior or outbursts, but we found out that this is not their control. It's not something they can do. So they shouldn't be technically considered bad kids. It's just a condition, but is there anything you'd like to say about that? Well, I think that's pretty much what ADD is and it's like basis, basic form is um, the inability to focus on things that don't really interest you. And while that really seems like it's more of an excuse or it's something that you should be able to control, you should be able to get your focus in line and be done with it. It's really something that's beyond their control. And other than that, it's, yeah. Are there any other misconceptions about the condition that you'd like to touch upon as someone who has it? Uh... So for um, one thing that I do know annoyed me is, do you guys remember the fidget spinners and fidget cube things? Mm -hmm. So people who have ADD and ADHD do sometimes use things like that, 
But what really annoyed me was people began to capitalize on fidget spinners and fidget cubes when it was, if you needed something to fidget with, you would get a rubber band or something that snaps and you just fidget with it under the table instead of getting, hey, collect all the different types of fidget things that capitalize. And it's just, I didn't really see a point in it because everyone who did have ADD already had something they were fidgeting with. Okay, so you think that there's a marketing problem with uh, companies using ADD or ADHD diagnoses as a way to market their product products? And I think it's not like a huge problem because, well, fidget cubes and fidget spinners did die out, but it just really annoyed me that people thought they could really take advantage of people who said, hey, let's just take this all the way to selling it to people as a collector's item kind of thing. Ah. Uh okay and now that you say that i feel like um things like that are always going to come from fidget spinners died out i think there was an era where there was like putty or some kind of silly side thing there was marketing companies are always going to come up with these kinds of ways and i think like you said it's very um disappointing that they use it as a way to i don't know market compared to or for the target audience um, what are some like behavioral misconceptions? Because I know you were talking about like when you first got diagnosed with uh, ADD, uh, as well as your brother's um, ADHD diagnoses, you were talking about how um, your level of intelligence, people around you assumed that that went down due to your diagnosis. So is there anything you want to touch upon uh, there? Well, in my experience, and I know especially my brother's experience, your intelligence is not based off of your um ADHD or an ADHD. Um, for example, my brother I know has memorized just about every math formula that he's been given simply because he's interested in it and he'll be able to pay attention. But for things that um, for b- both he and I, we're not very interested in English. And you can see that in our grades where our English kind of just slopes. And I think it's not really correlated with intelligence as much as it is you need to send us information a specific way for us to learn. Otherwise, we're not going to retain it kind of thing. You said that one thing that your brother has um, is significant outbursts because of ADHD. So is that present in, for example, English class or like other subjects that he's not that interested in? Could you repeat the question? So does he have more outbursts in, uh, for example, English class or subjects that he's not that interested in as compared to more subjects that he does like, like math? Um, from what I've heard he does where I remember um, back when he would, like had his hair cut and he was like really proud of his hair when he was bored in class he'd pull out a comb and start combing his hair during class or he'll he would fidget with a pen during class and the teacher would get upset at him for it and I know he did it more in the subjects where he didn't really care about it than in subjects where he felt he could actually learn and he was actually passionate about learning in that class. Right. Do you feel for your ADD that a lot of people think it's just an excuse? Or like, when was it that you found that you had ADD? Because I do know that you were the first to get diagnosed, like before your brother had been. So I got diagnosed really early on, back in first grade. And um, for me, it wasn't really much of an excuse because at first I didn't even know what ADD was. So I was just like... I thought everyone just had trouble focusing and they were just 
better at hiding it. And I remember the teacher was actually the one who pointed out, hey, your daughter is actually having trouble focusing in class. She might have ADD. You should go and get it checked out. And um, my parents actually took that advice, which I'm grateful for. And they went and I know the first step to getting diagnosed is they had someone come into the classroom and watch me during class to see um, if I exhibited behaviors before actually testing me for it. Did you know what and, kind of behaviors they would look for? Uh, for me, at least, it was more of the zoning out and not listening to the teacher. And like during tests, when I would stop writing and I just stare out into space kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Do you know Are any other ways that... Sorry. I'm sorry. Do you know any other ways that doctors kind of diagnose it? Like, what are they specifically looking for? Like, there are symptoms that everyone knows of, but is there anything more specific that they're looking for? Um, so I think something a lot of people don't know about is uh, certain people with ADD, but not all of them, will have sort of a fidgety tendency, which is what the fidget spinners were marketed for, where they'll, they'll find something to stimulate themselves on, and they'll fiddle with that. Or, and this is like not with everyone, but I know for me, I used to do that a lot with um, my pencils and stuff during class where I would stare onto space and twirl a pencil or click a pen. So going back to when you were diagnosed, are you um, grateful that your parents caught it early because it meant that you could start getting treatment earlier or because um, you found out that it's you found out about the condition rather than uh, comparing yourself and constantly it having to bring you down instead. I think it's um, a mixture between the two because um, for me, I I was glad that I was like, hey, I'm not just really dumb or it was not that, but it was more of the, hey, I have trouble focusing, which is why um, I'm not doing well as well. And I'm also glad that I did get medication because I feel like uh, with my medication, at least, uh, I was able to actually get myself back up to the standard, which I held, um, which I thought everyone else was doing at. And that also helped with um, improving my self-confidence with um, my grades. So um, you just brought up medication. I just want to touch upon that. So there are a lot of symptoms. So the medications kind of depend on the symptoms that you portray or how do medications exactly work with ADD? Uh, so I know that my brother and I have the um, used to take the same medication. My brother got off it because I don't really remember why, but I remember I always had the higher dose, but it was the same drug. And for that, I think it really did just help um, with the being able to focus on what you didn't want, but it didn't help me get to like, focusing at the level I would at the subjects I cared about kind of thing. So it was, it helped, but it didn't fix the problem. Uh, do you believe in behavioral therapy? Because we've heard of medication as well as behavior therapy to um, treat uh, ADHD or ADD. So um, have you tried behavioral therapy at all? Uh, I'm gonna be honest, I really hadn't heard about it until you brought it up. So I don't know if it would work or not, but I can see it working theoretically, but uh, it's really just execution, I guess. That's fair. Oh, what medication were you speaking about? Sorry. 
I think it's methylphenidate or something. I don't know, but it's like little pills that you take in the morning and it had like, it had some side effects, but it um, did help me focus during class. What were the side effects? So for me, I know the main side effect was the fact that uh, I would have no appetite. So like the doctor would like repeat and I actually felt it as well that, um, you need to eat, you need to eat. Because I know like the first year I had it, I lost I think 10 pounds that year due to the medication because I wouldn't eat lunch during school. And I know that when I was younger, I didn't really feel hungry was the reason. But as I've gotten older, I do realize that I do get hungry, but I can't bring myself to eat. Right. Also for the treatment, I just wanted to clarify. Um, I think when we researched, we found three types of treatment. There was um, there were depressants, anti uh, non stimulants, and stimulants. So do you know which uh, type of medication you take? Uh, I'm gonna be honest, I'm not sure, but I do know that for my brother and I, if we do need like an extra small burst of um, attentiveness we will take um, something with caffeine in it, which will um, boost our attention rather than our energy, which I find really helpful for like, if I'm gonna get something done, I'll t have like a soda to get me focused. Okay. And for medications, do you have any idea as to like, how many times you take it per day or is it like one per day or does it just depend? So for me, um, I take one per day in the morning for school and in the weekend, I don't take any. Um, you mentioned that you had a higher dosage than your brother uh, with medication. Is there a specific reason as to why does like medication take, like do you need a higher dosage to have the same results? Uh, so I'm not exactly sure why I needed it, but um, I think, um, uh, part of it was the fact that um, I had more problems with my ADD than my brother did. So I was taking like twice as much as he was just to stay um, in the game for school kind of thing. Is that also, a con is that because um, age is a contributing factor in this? So I do know that, um, I remember my doctor was talking about how some people do outgrow their ADD or, and some people carry their ADD into adulthood. And it really, again, depends on the person because I know um, my brother kind of, um, he didn't exactly outgrow it because he's still very inattentive, but he's gotten better with it. And part of that might be because of he's found healthier outlets. And part of it might also be because he's gotten older. So what would, um, you mentioned that your brother has his own outlets with dealing with uh, ADHD. So what would your outlets be for ADD? Usually for me, I would, I do um, some sort of art or I'll, because um, there's not really um, many outlets for me, mainly because I probably haven't found them. So for me, it's usually art and then I'll, go back, sit down, do my homework again. Are they mostly methods of uh, stress relief or just to take your mind off of things? 
usually I try and stay away from that because I know if I get off too far off, I'll, I won't start back to, to doing my homework. So everything I do for a break has to be really brief or I'll forget all about my homework, do something else, realize at like 10 o'clock, hey, I still have a paper to do and I'll have to go and scramble to do that. After you were like diagnosed, did you see any like effects with like your social life or anything like that? Um, I do know that um, after my, like after taking medication, I do feel a lot less sociable where I'll be more, um, more deadpan and like more focused on doing things rather than actually speaking to people. But yeah, other than that, I don't really think so. And do you find that the condition affects your daily life, like besides school, like your home life or your social life? I mean, social life you already mentioned, but um, other aspects? So for me, um, I don't really talk to a lot of people with ADD, so I can't really say if this is um, my ADD talking or if it's just me, but I do know that um, I do lose focus in uh, menial tasks like um, I'll need music to do the dishes kind of thing or I'll zone out while doing other chores around the house and sometimes it might seem like it's a good thing but really if you zone out while vacuuming you're vacuuming the same spot for five minutes instead of going through the house. Mm -hmm. So it basically just affects anything that you need to focus on? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. If there's one thing you could tell someone that does not have ADHD and you're like trying to describe it to them and like just you're trying to describe something that you've uh, gone through as a person who experiences on a daily basis, what's something that you would say? Like a misconception you would try to? Um, I think like as with like most of like the mental disorders, I can't just get over it. So like, I can't just get over it and do the work or I just can't, I can't just get over it and pay attention. It's something that my brain will not do for me. So do you have to take, for example, if it's happening in the moment, do you have to take medication at the moment to try and wait for it to kick in so that you could, I guess, focus better or, um, so my medication is fairly strong. So what I will do is I will only take it in the morning because I know that it also affects, affects sleep and it affects um, appetite and like all this other stuff. So if I really need like a boost of motivation, I usually do something with caffeine, which is like a smaller burst of the same effect. Uh, for caffeine, how much do you need for it to um, have an effect on your body? Because I know, like, for me personally, like, caffeine doesn't really have an effect on my body. So, like, do you have, like, a certain dosage that you need to take of it? Uh, so, usually, I do just, like, a single can of caffeinated soda. But I know for my brother, he can do um, stronger things like coffee, where, like, my brother will take... Um, a can of cold brew coffee or and or something along those lines. And I found that I cannot do coffee because I don't have a high caffeine tolerance and that will start to negatively impact like how I function as a person instead of um, just my ADD.
And one thing that um, I don't think I've actually learned, so it'd be cool, but if I learned about it, but is it genetical? Do you know if uh, anyone in your family had it before or if you could pass it down to anyone? So, well, I do know that this is, for me at least, it was probably genetic because I know my aunt, most like she exhibited signs of ADHD. My father exhibited signs of ADD and I, I think my grandfather also had ADD as well. So I do know, I'm pretty sure it is genetic, but nobody um, in their generation has been tested. Okay. Um, do you have like any idea if there's people that have ADD or have ADHD that haven't been um, tested, that like haven't gotten the treatment that they need? And uh, how important do you think is, it is for like us as like a generation or as, um, as a society to respect um, the condition itself and have more people just like be okay with uh, getting diagnosed or getting treatment options for it? So I definitely think that there is a lot of people out there who have um, ADD or ADHD that have not been, gotten diagnosed. And I think like part of that is I've seen people who have had the same problem as me in school and online who have complained about the issue. And I personally think if you think you might have it, it's perfectly fine to get tested and say you don't have it and I don't think there should be a shame in that because um you're trying to find a solution to what's wrong and I feel like people should be more like people are becoming more accepting in this generation and I feel like it's more important to be also accepting to um mental disorders as well instead of like just being like a certain race or a certain sexuality, I think people also need to be more open to people with uh, mental disorders as well. Um, to follow up on that, do you think um, that, how do you put this? One thing, well, Mayas is uh, thinking of her question. One thing I wanted to ask was, I found out that some, uh, sometimes ADHD can cause other mental disorders as well. Have you and your brother experienced any kind of uh, other condition or you think that you might be feeling? So I have heard that people can get like, um, ADD and ADHD can lead to other mental disorders. And I haven't really, me and my brother really haven't experienced that. And, like, I feel like we're just about the same as everyone else, but I do know, but I do see how um, having ADD and ADHD could lead to other mental disorders um, down the line. And speaking of, sorry, speaking of down the line, um, you said that your brother still experiences some symptoms. Do you also do you think that as you grow up, you're gonna, start to feel a, bit, a little bit lesser or is it gonna continue? So I know for me, I was getting better in, um, with like controlling my ADD without medication until uh, quarantine came along. And that really did a number, number on how I could function because usually when you're functioning with people around you, 
you're um, you have like this incentive of everyone else is working. I should be working too. But once I have like, once I've taken away everyone, it's kind of like you lost that sense of, Hey, I should be doing this as well. And I feel like that's why I started taking my medication again over um, quarantine and Overall, I think if I'm going to get better, I definitely need to be working with people rather than without people. Okay. Um, just a follow-up question to my other one about society in general. Um, do you think that there are stigmas that, um, that you would have like as a person that's been diagnosed? Do you think there's certain stigmas that um, society has about the condition? I definitely do think so because some people may think of ADD or ADHD as like an excuse or something that isn't really real because they can't like really solidify how that feels. And it's not as like serious in some people's minds as things like depression where you can't see it, but you can tell, hey, this person's acting off because they've developed it. But with ADD, ADD and ADHD, they've always had it. So you can, some people will write it off as, hey, it's just a person, hey, they're just making an excuse. I think that leads us to our uh, closing statement. Is there anything you'd like to say to anyone uh, or say to society about any like final misconceptions about ADHD or anything you wish would happen to better help? Um, so for me, I haven't really met people um, and told them about my ADHD because I just feel like it's not very necessary for them to know it unless they're like be teaching me or something, which like, I feel like it's important to tell the teachers, hey, I have ADHD, this like, like hey, I have ADD, um, just for, so you know, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful or and I'm actually trying to pay attention in class. But other than that, I feel like peers especially don't really need to know about your ADHD and ADD because it really doesn't affect them as much. Do you think that teachers treat you differently upon knowing about your condition? Uh, it might just be, um, so I don't really think they do, but I don't really pay attention to how people treat each other, so <laughs> I wouldn't really know. That's fair. Okay, yeah, I think, does anyone else have any questions? Erin, do you have anything to add? Or Not really. All right. Thank, Thank you, so, you much. so much. That's been a really insightful conversation. Uh, we enjoyed that you. interview. Thank you. We Thank really you. appreciate that. Thank you. No problem.